Welcome back to Money Talkers with your host, Cody Laughlin. I just got off an amazing conversation with Dr. Nemo where we really kind of dive into some very deep emotional uh, unpacking of why we end up with stress and his journey and, and, and to tackle this. Um, but this is the high impact series. So if you haven't listened to the other podcast, please go back and listen to it. But in this, we're trying to find something actionable for you to be able to take your headphones off, take your earbuds out and go have a money talk with your kids. This can be around money. It can be around entrepreneurship. It can be around mindset. And what we're doing is we're gonna find something for you to be able to have one subject to go talk to your kids. This is gonna do two things. It's gonna impact their financial trajectory and uh, because they have so much time, if they only catch a little bit of the things that we talk about, then the other part about it is you're gonna open up the relationship so that later in life, when your kids have bigger and bigger uh, opportunities and money talks that they need to have, you have built that relationship and they can come to you. And we're going to take down that taboo of that. We don't talk about money in our houses. We, we are money talkers. And so with that said, are you ready, Dr. Nima? I'm ready. All right, cool. Well, here's the big question. What is the one thing that you would teach about that our schools don't that's had a major impact on your life? How to process emotions, how to experience feelings without shame and guilt and, uh, resentment towards ourselves. Um, every time you get triggered, every time a trigger happens, we unconsciously go into a self-abandonment. We judge ourselves, we abandon ourselves, we blame and shame ourselves. We have a feeling and then we have a judgment about the feeling. So there's one arrow towards ourselves, which is the trigger, and then we cast a second arrow which is a judgment of our feelings because we've been conditioned from a very young age to don't cry you know you're too much you're too sensitive stop crying stop having this feeling be quiet don't be angry so we've been taught and conditioned that our emotions are not appropriate uh, so we haven't really been taught how to process them and experience them. And to, great, um, to, to great detriment to our relationships and our health and our physical health, actually. So uh, I would basically uh, teach, which is what I do now, is teach people how to move through their emotions and become resilient to them rather than become like iron. <laughs> so, so the goal is when you do it properly, you become tough as iron and flexible as rubber because being tough as Ryan tough as iron without flexibility you will crumble so when you learn how to master and maneuver through your emotions you become tough as iron and flexible as rubber so how do you how would you address that where you know you've you know like the don't cry and the don't like how would you deal with that with kids so that they don't have to undo this later hmm. basically when a child uh when a child has their feelings you can sit with them and you completely validate them you say i totally understand cody like if i was talking to you and you're five years old and you're having big feelings because you your sister got uh you know a popsicle and you uh, or your sister got a toy for her birthday and you didn't and you're sad and you say cody i totally understand why you're so upset right now because your sister it's your sister's birthday and i know it feels like she got something and you didn't and it sucks and i totally understand all of your feelings are valid everything you're experiencing all of it is totally valid i see you cody 
and the thing and you have every right to feel that way do you want a hug i'm here for you like literally mirroring them instead of suck it up it's your sister's birthday you shouldn't be whining like that which makes him feel ashamed for feelings that are coming up your feelings are coming up not because of because it's a mistake they're coming up so that they can leave and to be validated and if you can validate the child he then gets a sense of self that doesn't that that he doesn't have to go at war with himself when he has an emotion it's very very powerful conditioning what i'm sharing is the the stimulus between stimulus and the space between stimulus and response what's happening actually in the nervous system and it takes years to undo what i just shared yeah no i'm um i th i think that's an amazing approach um to where you know, I, I think it a lot of times as parents, we do it out of uh, lack of taking the time with it kind of, I mean, it's, it's probably out of a frustration and out of a, uh, out of a, a, a repetitiveness, I think, you know, because that's, I think that we, I think that we internally fault at that a lot of times where, you know, I've told We're you a thousand present. times. Yeah. Right. I've told you a thousand times, like, you know, it's, it's, it's just, you get to those points where you're like, okay, well you should know this, you know, but yeah. then on the flip side, especially like I have two very verbal kids. And so, uh, it's really kind of, it's, it, and we, and my wife and I have had these conversations where it's like, it's so difficult to disassociate them as a six year old. <laughs> right. Because he can talk to you almost you as forget. an adult. Yeah, you, forget, you just their you emotional processing side of it. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> it like, really wait, does. Wait, like they get, they get, they talk to you, and you just they have these big concepts, and they their vocabulary is amazing. And then like, you're like but you oh, got to yeah, realize that that emotional piece is not is not attached, right? It's too, no. and it's so funny to watch the, some of the times of what the struggles are, and what we found right. is that asking them, and this is what I found, and I've gotten kind of through this journey through the podcast piece, is I've had people say like. You need to ask them why they're asking the big questions that they're asking, because you'll get us you get surprised a lot of times of where, you know, you think you understand their paradigm and their motivation, but a lot of times we don't take the time to ask them why they're asking the questions that they're asking, especially mm -hmm. if they're uncomfortable questions. Totally, totally, you know? and validating them and making them okay and giving them permission to feel whatever they're feeling, and it's called emotional attunement. Uh, being able to see them and and validate them and really observe them and have them feel felt rather than judged because that's what happens in triggers and that's where toxic relationships happen is we judge our emotions. And so because we're judging our emotions, when a kid has emotions, we then judge them. So in this, in the, in the, in the spirit of this being the high impact series, this is more of an internal piece that we need to be more conscious of our of the way that we are approaching things as opposed to just going and having a money talk conversation with our kids. Would you agree? Yeah, yeah. Can you elaborate on that a little bit more? Can so normally, know? like when as, as I go through these, I try to look for something for someone to be able to take their headphones off and go have a money talk with their kids. And a money talk is, is not only just, you know, entrepreneurship and money, but it's also mindsets, right? But as we're kind of talking about this, it's almost a little bit more less a tactic to go have a conversation with them now as to trying, you know, not trying, 
becoming being present. Yes. Becoming. That's a great word for it. Right. I am going to be this and give a commitment to, 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 commi to being active in your own approach. What I do with my clients is, is to remind them of who they are, which is you are Cody 99.9999999% empty space. In other words, you don't exist. I don't exist. I am a container of energy. So it's to me, parenting and this money talk is a, it, it, we're wiser instead of a tactic of what to say, if you focus on becoming a specific container where the child feels seen, feels heard, feels validated, and, and, and you join them where they're at, you now can lead them anywhere. So instead of a tactic of what to say, it's wiser for you to take on, because this is kind of part of my overview method. You don't, I don't script any of my, my talks. I don't script any of my transmissions that I do daily, my group calls even, or my trainings or my one-to-one -one sessions. I script nothing. All I do is pay attention to the container that I'm becoming in that moment for the person that I'm with, whether it's my son, whether it's my wife, whether it's with you, Cody, on this interview. I pay attention to the container because that's truly what I am. I'm, I'm empty space. Rather than working on the tactic, I know who I am in this conversation and the content comes through me. So it's not about content with your kid. It's about setting up the context of who you are is a bigger, is a bigger conversation because then from there you have unlimited conversations that are going to come from it because now it becomes an exploration about the child rather than, hmm, what, what tactic or strategy can I use to make this kid do something that feeds my ego? Now real parenting happens. Now it's about engagement and sharing space and presence with my child and he or he it's my child's my, my son my son is Dominic he is here to actually teach me yeah. just as much as I'm here to teach him so that humbleness and that engagement and that presence is rock star parenting to me that's what I'm committed to I think honestly I tell people this all the time I learn more from my son being here than him learning from me all the time you know, nailed it. You nailed and so, it. man, that's, that's an amazing, it's an amazing, uh, kind of thought process Shift. and journey we just went through. Yeah. That's a, that's a great talk. Uh, it's a big one too, because that's not a, you know, that's not a, uh, teaching someone how to budget, you know, it's a, um, and it, and it, and it's an internal piece. And so, uh, it, it, as we talk about this, I challenge you to not, you, Dr. Nima, but I'm just saying the listener, like I challenge you to, to, to listen in, to this and, and, you know, do what I'm going to do, which is continue to work and be conscious of what you're putting out. Right. And, and that's an, that's an important piece because you have to have the big word and the big word is responsibility. And so if you haven't, you can't have the shame of what's happened before, but you can change what happens ahead of time. Right. And so when you take responsibility for something and you're, you're in control of what your actions are and you're in control of the way that the conversations that you have, if you don't like what the ones that you've had before, or maybe they just weren't as good as you think they can be because we're continually getting better and evolving, then it's time to continue to be conscious of it and go forward, right? Totally. It really comes down to taking responsibility <clears throat> for the space that I am and then going into the space and, and bringing people into that container, your child, my child, my wife, my parent, my mom, my dad, and then 
making sure that I take responsibility that the conversation is about possibility rather than constraint. And if you can just keep that in mind and continuously joining your child and then bringing them back to possibility, now they're in creation mode. Now you're teaching them to be a creator. The conversation is about creativity, not constraint. Exactly. Possibility. Uh, uh, yeah. <clears throat> possibility. When you're in possibility, you're activating your child's creative centers. You're activating their potential because it's like, whoa, well, what do I want to create? Well, what do you want to create, son? I want to have a YouTube channel. Well, what do you want to talk about? I want to talk about cars. All right, great. Are you interested <laughs> in that? Awesome. All right, so what do we got to learn to help you do that? Uh, now they're inspired, and now all you're doing is you're just – you're like – you're like this holding that space and container for that child to just thrive in their own inspiration and intuition. That's awesome. Uh, Dr. Nima, I want to say thank you so much for coming on with me. Um, Money Talkers, definitely check out drnima.com. It's D-R-N-I-M-A.com. We'll put a link in the show notes. He's also uh, offered a uh, free training uh, piece. And so uh, it'll be drnima.com forward slash VW1. And, uh, and we'll put the uh, promo code in the show notes as well. So again, thank you so much. Cody, thanks for having me, man. Thank you for listening to another episode of Money Talkers with me, your host, Cody Laughlin. If you found this episode helpful in your pursuit of financial dominance, it really helps if you make sure to leave a five-star rating and share it with your friends or family members who could use good financial information and entrepreneurial success tips. I invite you to join the Money Talkers Community Facebook group. Open Facebook and search for Money Talkers to join today. Follow us on Instagram at the Money Talkers for inspirational mindset posts, encouragement, and investing tips. And remember, the one thing you can do to change your kid's financial future is to start talking about money with them because you are a money talker. <laughs>